from the News Channel 5 Network. This is the Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. Welcome to Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour, where we explore the many issues that arise due to aging, disability, and unexpected illness. I'm your co-host, Tim Tecus. And I'm Barbara McGinnis. October is Resident Rights Month, and we're gonna be talking today about rights, respect, dignity, but before we get into that topic, we're going to start talking about arbitration. It's a real hot topic, especially related to admissions to a long-term care facility. Tim, if you'll start us off by just talking about what is arbitration and how is that different from mediation or litigation? Well, arbitration is kind of like having a judge who's not a judge. You know, but it's somebody that is a private person or trained and, you know, so that person sits down and there are the sides of, you know, there's the facility, there's the consumer, the resident, you know, and they present their case, you know, and then the arbitrator makes a decision. You know, that's not a judicial proceeding. In other words, it's not like going to court, which right. of course is, that's litigation. That's where we say sometimes that's where you go in front of a real judge. Right. You know, in mediation, and a lot of times people hear, well, what, what's the difference between arbitration and, a med and mediation? Mediation is where you have somebody who typically is trained to uh, basically help the, uh, help the parties try to reach an agreement or clarify the issues and to see whether uh, an agreement actually can be reached. I think another key point that maybe people don't realize is with arbitration, once that that third party reaches a decision mm -hmm. and imposes a decision upon the parties, there's no appeal rights. Right, it typically, so it's like forced arbitration or mandatory arbitration or say voluntary arbitration, you know, which is kind of like, that's kind of like a big deal right now. Well, and, and so the whole concept between forced arbitration versus voluntary is some situations actually um, it would lend itself well to being settled by arbitration. Sure. And so two parties could agree to go to arbitration for right. the reasons that you would choose that over um, going to court. Right. Uh, in it, theory, it's supposed to be less expensive and it's, and it's not supposed to take as long, though that's not always mm -hmm. the case. But forced arbitration is when you sign a contract that says, I agree to go, to, I agree, I mm -hmm. agree because I want this service and mm -hmm. as a condition of receiving this service, I am signing this contract that says I'll go to arbitration. And it's probably buried in some fine print. So examples like your credit cards, mm -hmm. your, your cell phone, probably. Your cell phone contracts, your mm -hmm. uh, cable co contracts, a lot of this, and even some employment contracts. Right. Sometimes it'll say something like, well, like you said, is if, if you want cell phone service, guess what? You have, to, uh, you have to sign an agreement, and that agreement basically waives your right to go to court. And, and we agree that we're gonna go to arbitration, and guess who gets to pick the arbitrator? Uh, uh, yeah, yes, the person that's writing the contract, Exactly, right. right. So, so, mm -hmm. so for all those reasons, it's, uh, it's, I, think, I think the average person would say, that doesn't sound very fair. Yeah, well the problem is, you know, and, and it, it's one thing where you say, all right, do I want this credit card or not? You yeah, know, then you most, can walk away from You can from walk it. away from that. It's one thing, do you really want that cell phone or you want that cell phone service, so maybe you go to some other some yeah. other provider, 
but when you're going into a long-term care facility you yeah. know and you're knocking at the door and you have no really no other options for yeah. many people feel like they have no other options because you've gone right from the hospital to a skilled nursing facility right. and before you get in they say well another you know you're not you're not getting past our door in getting getting your these essential services unless you waive your right to file suit against us which is essentially what that is or, or you agree to that's called mandatory arbitration you are forced forced to be, arbitration exactly and, and part of the the, the real com the beef about these these forced arbitration agreements is that you're making that decision pre-dispute yes. you don't even have a dispute yet but right. you you've agreed how you're going to resolve it if one occurs and so I think that's right. there's an argument about you really don't have informed consent because yeah. there's not a dispute at that point right how do you know what arbitration yeah. is who's going to do the who's going to be the arbitrator what are the issues even going to be right and if it doesn't get resolved the way you uh, an outcome that you think is right mm -hmm. You have no appeal rights. You have no appeal rights, right. So nursing homes, when you go in mm -hmm. and, you're, and you're admitting, you're signing that stack of admission papers, right. do you have to sign the arbitration agreement? Yes, no. yes or no? Yes or no? No. No. True. Right. You, mm -hmm. you don't have to. Right. And, but the admission person, staff member that's helping you complete these papers, uh -huh. They're not usually real quick to tell you, you know, oh, yeah. you don't have to sign that. Yes. They really want you to sign it. So sure. only mm -hmm. if you're an informed consumer and you know you don't have to sign that as a condition of admission, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're you're going to have to be that informed consumer and and know that you don't really have to sign that. And even if you sign it, mm -hmm. can you go back and and uh, right. resend? And sometimes you can. I mean, a lot of that is. I mean, that's one of the things that where's there's been a lot of movement in the law recently about that is is that maybe it has to be in a separate sheet of paper mm -hmm. you know that if you sign then you ha then you can go back maybe in two days or have a, a certain period of time and say yeah. oh by the way you know I want to rescind you know I, I don't agree with this now so yeah. now that I'm already in the facility you can't discharge me because I'm going to uh, say that I don't agree to arbitration but I did sign you know, just to sort of get in. So yeah. there's a lot of that sort of that's been that that's out there that that's going on. So um, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid, you know, CMS. Yeah, CMS. They right. they've they've been involved in this for as it relates to nursing home patients, right? And mm -hmm. whether or not you there was a ban on it for there for was, a while, yes. and then they decided. Oh, well, I guess it was. They didn't really decide. There was litigation mm -hmm. on the part of the uh, uh, nursing home uh, uh -huh. industry and so it was mm -hmm. um, we call it enjoined there was an injunction mm -hmm. for a while that suspended mm -hmm. the ban so now you're seeing them again right but there's an additional yeah. Um, uh, yeah. that um, Fair Act. Fair, yeah. But before we get to the Fair Act okay. because be, and, I, and I don't want people to think that you know there's a that, that everything about arbitration is wrong there, oh, no. Right yeah. there, So, we, we've talked about maybe some of the disadvantages. Uh, consumers really don't know what they're giving away or, or giving up. But what are the advantages of arbitration? Obviously, probably for the facility, they would say it's a way for them to control their costs or so on. But what about for the consumer? Why would a consumer want arbitration? 
Well, again, in theory, it's supposed to be less expensive because you have you're not represented by legal counsel. You're you're just representing yourself I mean, you, in you, front you, of the arbitrator. I mean, you can't have legal counsel or an arbitration. I don't know that you can't have it, but you usually you may don't not want it, you yeah, don't have it. Right. Uh, because rules of the standard rules of evidence do not apply. Mm -hmm. You're not petitioning. You're not presenting your case to a, a judge. You're right. just presenting yourself. Mm -hmm. You're to supposedly an industry expert. Right. So I guess you know, for our interests, mm -hmm. we're talking about long-term care. Right. So our arbitrator that would be making that decision would hopefully not be like. A bridge building expert. They'd be somebody an expert in long term, long -term care. care right. So that would know the standards and the regs already. Right. So it's supposed to be faster right. because you don't have to wait for dockets necessarily and mm -hmm. we're we're mm -hmm. just going in front of this person, presenting our uh, case, so right. to speak. And then um, and then a decision would be reached. So Again, the biggest advantage sure. is less cost. Right. But the real problem really is like the Forced Arbitration Injustice Repeal Act, I mean, which is really the FAIR Act that, I mean, that's not the problem, but that's the solution, right? That is the solution because for a lot of these... Potential solution. That mm -hmm. we do not have choices. Right. Obviously, your risk of harm from mm -hmm. your cell phone carrier is, is, is a lot less than potentially a risk of harm when we're talking about care of a frail older person right. in a long-term care facility. So you want the Forced Arbitration Injustice Appeal Act. Yeah. Follow it, see what's happening. It was recently passed in the House. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just sitting around for the Senate to do something with. I don't think any real action's been happening with it um, in the Senate. Okay. So kind of talked about arbitration, so let's talk about residence rights and, um, and the ombudsman program. So please stay with us. Uh, we'll be talking about ombudsmans and residence rights. Stay tuned.